1: Around that bend, I'll look back at this life I won't be thinking of my worries, I've worried enough, I'll be thinking about faces, special places that kind of
2: Radio Champagne Sunday's variety show live from Tucson with Nancy Reed and Lisa Smith, the mother-daughter travel team, and our special guest co-host, singer-songwriter Wally Lauder. And you just heard his song, This Life, off of his latest album, This Dangerous Life. You can go to his website, wallylauder.com. It's L-A-W-D-E-R. He's also on Facebook. Wally, it's been fun having you here today.
0: It's been fun being here.
2: And this life... Thank you And you know what We're toasting We're like you know We should break a (laughs) bottle Against the wall
0: No Yeah right No (laughs) But we have
2: This life has to be One of our Champagne Sunday shows now Because we get to Raise a glass We do I love that song It's a traveling song That's a traveling song I feel like you could be Like
3: walking with your horse I
2: don't want to ride On the horse Just
3: walk with him Down the dusty old path Looking at mountains And birds And cacti And sit down And have a drink Give the horse some water
0: that's a cool thing to hear. Yeah. yeah.
2: It just feels like, you know, oh. yeah, it feels good. Yeah. It's a feel-good song, and I love the finger-picking in it
0: yeah. and the yeah. bass
2: run that goes up, and normally it goes doom dun, 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 and then comes back, but you push the envelope a little full. Yeah, it's an
0: unusual bass run. It's funny. Mm. I actually do get a lot of comments on that from guitar players. I love
2: that you know. because most people just turn around yeah. and, and go yeah. right in reverse mm. with it, and I like that. It just kind of pushes the envelope, which... Kind of gives it that vibe of life. This life, we're just going to keep going.
0: But you know? it's a funny thing because I set out to write a song about death.
2: Oh, Isn't
0: well, that yeah, funny? well, you talk wow. about it, right? But and but when I what I realized mm. when I was writing a song about death that that really the perspective I had was this life, and that's what the song ended up being. Mm, I like it. You know, well. I had this thing, well, you know, you should, you always should come to terms with you know the end of your life, looking back, and then the next thing I knew, it was, mm. it was really a song about life because that's. What well, my experience is so far, anyway. Yeah. When I dead, I'll write a song about that.
2: Yeah, that'd be, writing, that'd be creepy. <laughs> writing about death is hard. I mean, you can. It's easier to write about losing someone and your feelings about that or their sure. life. But yeah. if you think about dying yourself, it's like, damn, my I better age. get going and do something.
4: <laughs> you know? so
3: how, how does it feel listening to your own music, especially over a phone? How we do this. <laughs>
0: It's, I'm pretty comfortable with it, but I, I don't, you know, when I first put out an album, I listen to it to, to death, then I get almost sick of it, mm-hmm. honestly, and then, then I don't, so then when I hear it back, it's like, hey, yeah, it's pretty good, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That is yeah. cool.
2: That's it. I love this album, and um, I remember coming on the show, It was like it was four it years was... ago, three, four
0: years? Yeah. Where mm. were
2: we at that point? In I don't think Putin, the album though. had even
0: been officially released You're at that point. It was about to be in...
2: I think you were still in Silver City.
0: That would have been. It was still in process, but it had some cuts, I mm. think, mm. if I recall. Because they didn't actually come out until right after I moved to Tucson.
2: Okay. Or maybe you had just moved here. I think we had just moved here, too.
0: Who knows? We I all don't seem know. to be bop, don't know. bop around.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You've traveled a lot. I mean, you were born in Kansas. In Kansas, Did yeah. you have Good Ruby memory. Red Heels? Mm-hmm. I had to bring that up because of <laughs> the Wizard of No, sorry.
0: but I had a, a balloon. I had a balloon. That's how I got to Connecticut.
2: <laughs> what <laughs> color is your balloon? <laughs> it's got <to> be
0: yellow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh! You know, yeah. So you went back. east, mm. So what's it like for you now, living in Tucson? You've been here a few years now. What's it like for you?
0: Four years in Tucson and nine years in New Mexico before that. You know, very super at home. You know, all my life in the East, maybe it was partly from being in Kansas, which is hardly the West, but I, my entire life growing up in the Northeast, I always had this yearning to move West. Hmm. Always, always. Hmm. And uh, so there's an element of coming home here and always has been. But the city is different, hmm. so-called city of Tucson.
2: It's like a big town.
0: It's a big town. Um
2: it's, it's open. still different
0: than Silver City in New Mexico, but there's a an overlap too.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's
0: open I think there's
2: a
3: creative bridge between the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. it's Tucson always strikes me as open-minded and young. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree, and I, I, yeah. as far as I've seen, it's the most uniquely southwestern city. Um, there, there are other cities around, but Tucson has is like it's the you know it's the heart of the Southwest to me. Yeah, you know, Texas is cool. You know. Has its own coolness, but it's Texas.
2: This is the Saguaro capital. I mean, yeah, I know you can get up to Saguaro Phoenix area and all that, but when you come here, I mean, it's yeah. like as soon as it's just like, hey, we're here. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> you know the what I mean?
0: There are fewer green lawns here, more xeriscaping, and you know. Well, mm-hmm. it's, but it's a
2: very green desert city, and I think it that's is, a yeah. very unique thing: is that um, people care about the vegetation, they care yeah. about the plants, and that, and and it's a green in a healthy aspect of a city too. Yeah, very much. Where is this that you keep playing at Monterey Court? I keep seeing that on Facebook. Where Where is that?
0: Monterey Court. Everybody should know about because, and I'm I'm serious. It's become a. It's that. It's becoming a nationally recognized music venue, and that was really the goal of the owner. And I have to give a big shout out Mm -hmm. um, to Greg Haver, uh, H-A-V-E-R. How do you pronounce your last name, Greg? I'm not positive. But oh, give it to me is, and I'll mess it up. Really <laughs> he's really worked it, and, and I think Greg was inspired uh, uh, by a few venues like Cafe Lena up in New York State, where he's from originally, and it has a wonderful bar and restaurant, but it's all about the music. You go mm. there, it's you know, it's not wallpaper music, and on weekends now, he's getting these big touring bands, and he, as a local musician, you can feel privileged when you're booked there. It's a great place. mm it's outdoors, but surrounded by a courtyard with a wonderful stage, great sound system um little shops It was a rundown motel complex, little casita units. oh wow, they completely renovated it in the most beautiful cool. way uh you know has little coolers wow. that, coolers for hot summer evenings and heaters in the winter and
3: uh, wow, we're gonna have to check it out.
0: Do I think it is the best music venue, and it's mostly acoustic.
2: Oh, okay. That's what it
0: goes for. I mean, it's plugged in acoustic. But, but
2: it, yeah, you get to sit mm-hmm. and just kind of chill down. And then it's part yeah, of... Yeah, it can be
0: uptown. I mean, you it can be yeah. rocking out acoustic, but, you know, that's what you're getting there mostly. And uh, it's, you know, a dream come true for someone like me. Where Great
2: where place. Where is it in regards to, like, downtown?
0: It's pretty much at the corner of Oracle and Miracle Mile.
2: Oh, it's got a place oh. of miracles. I think I know where you're talking about now. Yeah. yeah. That's really exciting because I think... There's something about being outside and listening to music, and then as a musician, I always thought, I know it's not easy on your gear, but to me there's something, like you are part of the wind, and it it sounds trippy, but there's something about performing outdoors that is just very freeing. Do you feel the difference between being indoors or out?
0: Very. And and yet it has the best of both worlds because there's a, a roof over the audience, so they're always good, and yet it's open, you know? Just in other words it's not enclosed it's just a roof mm-hmm. and then there's a little, little gap in between with sun shades and a little dance floor if you want and then there's nice. a, a roofed over stage and then the, the, all these art galleries and, and little artisan shops surround it
1: That's so cool. it's all
0: enclosed so it has a nice amphitheater effect good acoustics and it's fun you know you can stroll mm. out and look at some artsy things mm. it's, it's such a cool place
2: for you, what's it like, because I know you, you are very connected to instruments and string instruments, and you, you've worked in music stores and all of that. The desert, I remember going from the coast to the mountains to the desert, and suddenly all kinds of weird things were happening to my guitar, and I didn't know what I was doing with it, and things started bending, and things, you know, just the strings off. were going like, no, that's not happening. You know, being able to now perform outdoors, and we're in a desert climate, do you do anything different to your, because you, I know you play the ukulele, too, and the guitar,
0: yeah, all my instruments are humidified at home. When I moved here, I learned the hard way because mm. if anything, was, I was—I actually owned a dehumidifier in the Northeast. Oh wow! <laughs> Weird. The idea wow. of humidifying and—and, and, you know, I was that wasn't here that long, and the braces mm. uh, started separating on my guitar because the concept of humidifying was foreign to me, just like watering trees was foreign to me,
4: mm.
0: and. Um, so actually, hmm. I, I have this really cool, huge glass cabinet, and I have a bunch of instruments in it, and I have a really? humidifier inside it.
2: Wow! Wow! And
0: uh, that's what I do, and it's chock full of guitars and ukuleles right now, and stuff. Yeah.
2: Do you play other string instruments?
0: So, guitar, and now I think I play ukulele pretty decently.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Guitar
0: and ukulele, and I I own a mandolin. Let's just say I own it
2: and I own a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, banjo. Yeah, cool. That's a you know, I yeah, I I miss playing. I, I really really like there's this weird thing of not, you know, when you give up everything and go on the mm-hmm. road, and there's this like, ah, uh, you can't just pick it up and play it. Not that I was a great performer or player. You know, I'm, I'm a songwriter more than that. I was just it was a tool to get a song out if I could get past the ding, 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 as you know, Nancy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> ding, but there's this ding, thing ding. of I'm really missing the <laughs> But there's that thing of missing like just, you know, you have something in your head or you're in between things you just want to sit and noodle around. And when you're at home, how long does it take for you to pick up your instrument and, and just start playing it?
0: You know, the one I really pick up fun, str- funny as it may seem is, is the, the ukulele. I, I pick it up often so yeah. I mean how long it varies but
2: uh, it's there it's easy
0: I mean I mean I'll be I might be watching 60 minutes and I'll I'll be playing ukulele while I'm do you play the
2: it. ukulele while you're watching Wimbledon I see you on Facebook talk about yeah, tennis you're a tennis dude you yeah into big tennis, tennis
0: fan and I oh, and wow. I like on summer evenings or any evenings but in these hot evenings I like to sit outside yeah and that and you know partly the ukulele it's small and mm. just grab it, and uh, I've actually written several songs just in the backyard at night.
2: He's he's leading cool. me into playing a song here. He's doing <laughs> a really good <laughs> job of it. I like and it. And I really I resonate with this song because I feel like that's something Nancy and I are always outdoor, like we can't sit inside very mm-hmm. often. You know, it's like yeah. if we could do all our radio shows outside, we would do it. Um, but this song, but that that would Chair be Beneath a Tree. You know, it it it. I feel like we're going to sit under an apple tree, but here it's going to be a little different—a mosquito or a palo verde, right, <laughs> or a palm tree. Uh,
0: what is that tree? It's kind of—it's a, a funky little tree.
2: Uh, That's a good
0: song. Does it have That's color? Funky little Does tree? it have like the flowers? It's sort of a weed tree. What is that weed tree? It's, it's not mesquite. Um, oh, what is it called? Like a
3: bottle brush? That's not a weed. A desert it's a big orchid. Big old
0: weed tree. Um, it's not a mesquite tree. It's um, God. What is it? There's
2: no such things as weeds.
0: That's true. Well
2: there's weed. There's weed.
0: <laughs> it's a great tree. I love it. It <laughs> c- provides tremendous shade and I forgot the name of it I'm afraid, but it's uh
2: All right. Well hmm. this is Wally's tree song. Yes. Chair Beneath a Tree. <laughs> and now you've got some backup singers on this song too, and I like this. We're gonna play it now. Okay. Well who is it, who's singing?
0: Uh, Susie Ronstadt's the high harmony And Kathy Harris is the mid, the alto harmony
2: Now they play with you as well With the Acoustic Sky, your band? They or? play
0: with the Acoustic Sky band Every once in a while we do a trio But Susie and I also do some duo shows We've been doing that for a while
2: Right on Here it is everyone Chair Beneath a Tree This is going to be on an album soon, right?
0: It is, next album Yay oh,
2: Cool
1: There's a chair beneath a tree Place I like to be. At the closing of the day, I drift away. I love the things I see from my chair beneath the tree. The mountains I call mine in twilight time. Gave them all away yesterday. From my chair beneath the tree, the world belongs to me. I'm well.
2: That everyone, Wally Lauder chair beneath a tree. Nancy, that that I is like I written just, for us. I just went to Hawaii. I know, but <laughs> I feel <laughs> love it. I
3: just went
2: to this, this does feel like that a, maybe the rabbit, the desert <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> oh, you rabbits there. There's they have name names. Yeah, <laughs> There's a bite. Uh, but you hanging out there, it's, it makes me just feel exactly what desert living is about. You know, you're outside, and people don't think that about coming to a desert. But the breeze and just the simplicity of the song to me is just, I miss songs like that, where you just listen to the words and you feel good. Well, the melody, you're
3: really good at melody Damn and good. lyrics. You really are. I mean, uh, the melody sticks with you already. I know this song now. You know. I know. It's like, and then it, I appreciate that because when you hear a song, even though you may like the artist, and it doesn't stick with you, you know, mm-hmm. then you feel like, oh, mm-hmm. too bad. Now I like the I like it when I get the melody right off the bat, and and I, there's always a little
2: twist. Mm-hmm. You
3: think yep. it's going to go here, am, but oh, no, it
2: I'm was there. Look at go. that! <laughs> <laughs> just when you thought it was safe just to go out the Just when you thought you dark. had it down, it goes. Oh yeah, watch this. No, it's so I love it. You're really good at that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think the melody is a big deal. You know, it is. But it's interesting how you capture an area and. Like you're saying it makes you feel like Hawaii, but don't yeah. you kind of feel like even though we're in the desert, we're still underwater. You know? and yeah. are like, are like coral and you know. Yeah, that
0: was very I mean it's it's really inspired. I mean it was literally written in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was actually out there playing ukulele one night. It was dark. And I I started writing the song mm. and then I was I got pretty far along. I was like I got a lyrics, so I went inside and started to write to write it. Mm. And then I lost the inspiration when I got oh,
4: away from the chair. Yeah.
0: So oh, then I would the run back chair. and play because I didn't wa- I didn't have a way to set up a light to write, see my writing pad, so I could. you back and forth. I'd back <laughs> and I come back inside and write. It, it was the funniest <laughs> process. And I go oh, outside. Funny. I'm serious. Every time I went inside, I'd lose it.
3: Oh, you got to record it on your iPhone. But you know, yeah. Well,
0: that's and I can and I do that, but I don't know but why. But then you have to go night, and write
2: the words that down. That
0: night I was not thinking that way.
2: Yeah. Well, you're you in a that zone. In
0: your brain is a different place in your songwriting, and that's literally, yeah. it was inspired by looking mm. at the Catalina Mountains Beautiful. under this tree, which names I can't remember, in my Adirondack chair.
2: Oh, he's got an Adirondack. Good, good chairs. Now, yeah. mm, do you have prayer flags, or did you oh yeah,
0: no, prayer flags I are there.
2: The wind chimes flags. are really there, too. Oh, wind chimes and yeah. prayer flags. I mean, it's just, that's such a peaceful just, you know, it, yeah, yeah, I love that. As a songwriter, the words, because I want to get up to the mariachi band song. No, oh, cool. Let's, let's talk about songwriting itself. Because a while ago we had a conversation, and you're saying actually some people don't know what a singer-songwriter is.
0: Amazingly, you, how many don't? It still shocks me. I
2: I can't stand this. Yes. I I can't. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go into Rance raised rock and roll show now. Uh-oh. Because when I, you know, a singer-songwriter to me is just pretty much a lot of unless you're a composer of an orchestra, it is, it is something. You're a singer and you're a songwriter, but you have a message. Do you put yourself as that? that you are a messenger.
0: You're a messenger. You're um, you know you're a channeler. You're a troubadour. Um, you know, I was listening to Stephen Foster the other day, who I think is the original singer-songwriter mm-hmm. well, know, in merit in the United yeah. States anyway. You look at his tunes. I mean, he was a singer-songwriter back in the mid 1800s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually a lot of the songs are still pretty good so I mean it's it's somebody who performs the songs they write that's the mm-hmm. simple definition about that you mm. perform the songs you write and typically when you do that you know you're y- like um, uh, Ryan was saying earlier you know they're uh, you know this, uh, this particular album or a lot of the songs he can just do without a big band and that's a lot of times singer-songwriter stuff is like that, mm-hmm. even though you might have mm. a big band, it's stuff that you could also just show up with a guitar and do. And do it, yeah. And,
1: uh, and that mm.
0: sort of helps, say, you know, say what that genre is.
2: Yeah. But, and then for you, do you, you go, okay, I'm a folk singer, because a lot of stuff, too, I mean, there's singer-songwriters who go towards more of a bluesy style, right. which is more what I do, and then the, the like the old-school country style, there's Americana, and then there's I mean, you're playing a ukulele, so you can go on that side, but that could go into country. You got the mandolin. I mean, it all right. to me merges into a big giant pot. Uh, but do you are you specific in
0: what you are as a it, genre
2: of a singer songwriter?
0: You know, I use the word folk, but that, then people start thinking it's Peter Paul and Mary or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And puff the but magic folk dragon means of the people. You know, folk is of the people. You know, Bella Bartok was folk. Mm-hmm.
4: You know,
0: mm-hmm. so um, it the you know. Uh, so then I use the word folk fusion. So mm-hmm. you know, little folk, little jazz, little rock. I like rock and roll. I have one album that's kind of rockish. Mm-hmm. Who know. who
2: do you listen to? That's kind of a newer artist of today.
0: So newer artists of today are um, I don't know how new they are, but I you know I listen to the you know a lot of more alternate singer songwriter types that you'd never heard of. But you know I like Eliza Gilkerson, who nobody probably never heard of her.
2: I John heard of Gorka,
0: them. Susan Warner, the people you've probably never John heard Gorka
2: of. John Gorka sounds familiar to me, but you know, I don't know. They haven't
0: made it big, but they're actually making a living. Lucy Koplansky. Um I'm probably missing a lot of names.
3: That, you know, I um, think
4: that's,
3: that is what, you know, what Lisa and I really love about independent musicians, is we get to hear really good music. And it is difficult to become well-known, you know. And I know when we had our band, you know, everybody wanted cover songs, no matter what you wrote or how good or bad you were. They wanted cover songs, and then the next time they saw you, they wanted you to play the same thing over but and it, over again. But it had again. to be
2: exactly the way the person wrote it, too. It's right. Like, if you go and do your own version, oh,
3: you know. Remember that one time that guy in the audience yelled out that I was, I was playing the, uh, what was it, Roadhouse Blues? The doors thing, and I was so wrong with everything I was doing, and he's like, "Man, she's got every note down." I'm like, "Man, <laughs> I so don't have every note down to remember that." I was like, "I really got the giggles." I was like, "Okay, what's in your mind?" But there's that thing, you know, that you have to do it the same way, and it has to be the way they heard it. And I'm gonna go back to my original comment. It's because a lot of songs don't stick in your head right away. So the ability that you have to make a song stick in your head, that means the next time you play at a place, people, will, oh, I want that song.
0: Yeah, unless you try. You know, I try to make my originals become their cover songs, so to speak. Yeah, so, and mm-hmm. and that does happen.
2: Well, that does it happen. does. I mean, yeah. I know your songs. I mean, I could mm-hmm. sing everything you've given. I I know them. You know, because yeah. I play them and they stick to you very instantly. But I think there's a fear of the unknown for the listener, which is weird. Yeah, this it's is a odd. weird thing for me to say because yeah. back in the day we used to have listening parties and I still have friends. We were like, hey, have you heard this? Check yeah. it out, you know. Yeah. And it's different. And I think it's weird we've got into technology. So now we've got Facebook. So you could post a video of you playing and I can mm-hmm. say, hey, check this out, check this out, which is all great. But there is something about Getting together and having listening parties, or better yet, going to see a live performance and yes. hearing something new, and just sitting back and saying, "I'm going to not look at my phone for two to three minutes or at four, or five minutes with this person." Leave it in the bathroom to hear it. And I think there's this: we're so busy that we it, you just you have to be really good to get people to stop and listen. And you've got the ability of doing it, and you do it, and it's cool, okay. man. It's like, how do you write all these songs? <laughs> like so easy. I mean, when you, you that took you one evening pretty much to write that song, uh, the body
0: of it, which is yeah. often how I write. You know, at least the wild mind portion of it, and then I, then I go back and refine it and make it more poetic and better rhyme and, do you and, type and make them it a up? better interest. Do you type Not them up? Do you type them up on the computer? much later, I write on a pad. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, It's fun. I save. I save all my early drafts. I go back and look at how horrible they were.
2: I and have that's why I
0: never that, judge, yeah. never judge. You know, it's like if you looked at a baby and it's early stages, you're like, man, there's gonna be an ugly little thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ugly baby contest. My it's new song's the, the song, ugly, ugly baby, <laughs> the
3: ugly duckling. You know, the ugly baby grows up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so don't, ju- you know, don't judge those. Don't censor those ideas too much. Because if you <laughs> believe in them, even if they're horrible, if you believe in them. You know, mm-hmm. often they and you let it evolve. Maybe you just haven't given it a the chance to evolve,
2: or maybe you just had to go through a different experience. How much of life experience goes into your songs versus, um, oh, I just found this cool story because I watched this and that.
0: Yeah, a lot of life experience, but it's not always autobiographical. Which, you know, people hmm. sometimes want to read too much, but but, right. but life experience. It isn't always my life, but th- but then a lot of times I'll you know I finished a couple songs recently that I started a few years ago. And I just needed to live my life for a few years, mm-hmm. and maybe have an experience that finished the song, but hmm. also maybe mature emotionally. Maybe, hmm. maybe there was just something that needed to unblock emotionally to finish that song. I've had I had a couple of very recent ones that were like that.
2: Hmm. When um, I, I wrote, pretty much, I've I've always written as a like just a young just write 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 and. Of course, there's a lot of therapy as a teenager, you know, just a lot of crap that you write. And, but later, and then it was like, this is a punk song, like, screw everybody. And then it comes out, and then you, and you, then you calm down.
4: Yeah.
2: And I've taken songs that are just like, I mean, but then I, I look at how honest and raw they were as a younger individual. Yeah. Going, wow, that's just straight in your face. And maybe that's okay to be that way. And then c- instead of getting too poetic, there's that balance of being straight right. up and poetic. Do you Is it is, is that a generational thing or is that just how do you do that balance? Because I find that to be, sometimes I'm thinking I should just let it be straight up and in the face and then go, no, you need to soften this a little bit. D-
0: does I that make I d- sense? I think I do both. I mean, I think I, yeah. think I have some songs that need to feel raw and I, I think I have some, that really need and deserve the polish and but without violating that initial feeling, because mm. you know it all starts, I think that it's a feeling in a way, there's a core emotional thing because if you don't have that, mm. who's it going to connect to, and you don't want to polish that up,
3: yeah, well, you know the, too much. I think when you start any creative thing, you're looking at okay, um, what's the purpose? Right. Yeah. You know, so I want to tell people about this experience over here, and but somehow in the process, different ideas come, and you can get sidetracked and distracted, and suddenly you've got a song about five things, or you know, I've got a painting with way too much, or a book goes off to 110 characters, and you're like, well, that's way too many. Reel it in. You know, let What was my initial purpose? What was the thought? Because it is at the end of the day, one single thought that you're trying to convey. And that's really more difficult than people think. One single thought, then you have to chop, chop, pare it down and get back to yeah. the that's one single thought. Or let thought. it go it's
2: completely different. And it can be
0: painful to it, pare yeah. it down because you hate to sort of lose those things, but in the end it makes it yeah it better, it really does. And You know, I mean, I suppose I have some things that are a little bit of catharsis, but mostly I want it to relate to somebody else. Yeah. Mm. And... and mm you know yeah so if i have to pare it down so that somebody else gets it that's fine you know
2: i have to play shapeshifter i can't yeah, not I love that play song. this it it, it is you. just to me it, it, it's such a good it, it when i look there's a travel thing And it's about we talk about shape-shifting all the time. Right. Just as individuals, and you can, and it's a trick. It's you know, it's trickery as the trick coyote, when, you know. It's trickery okay, when you're
3: walking somewhere, especially if you're in the market and you really don't want to be seen, and somebody you know who's walking right at you, you become a shape-shifter, and they don't <laughs> see you, and you don't see them, when you walk right by
2: each other.
0: Yeah. How you did know?
2: this song come to be?
0: It came, you know, I started it, uh, the last image in the song came out of... Um, a trip to the Chiricahuas. The first Mm. part was in Kenyan Deshae, which had happened Mm -hmm. earlier in time. And um, I don't think I actually wrote it, but I was looking at the stars in the Chiricahua Mountains, and I had had ended a relationship, um, um, uh, a marriage a while back, contemplating a a new relationship.
4: Mm.
0: And just sort of looking at the stars and you know, feeling that a part of me was being, comp- the universe was remaking me and it was scary.
2: Rebirth, mm. yeah. And
0: that was like almost the shapeshifter part of it, although, you know, I was also looking at women as being shapeshifters, too. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what you that talking isn't about?
4: about? <laughs> right? Yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he wrote Sundress right yeah. after that. <laughs> hey,
2: let's play shapeshifter. I love this.
1: Met a shapeshifter by canyon to shade. I only knew her for a day. I never learned her name, but I loved her just the same. She turned into a hawk and flew away. It's
2: Doesn't like just that and then all of a sudden you yes. end it and like, dude, Where? like, why? <laughs> but the words are so amazing. Did you take a long time to craft them? Like, you know, I
0: did, and that that had, I mean, there's, you know, all kinds. Talk about things you paired. There's a line about Mark. Marco Polo and the Silk Road that never made it in there and mm. you got the West the original song was like seven minutes long yeah
3: and you're like uh oh dude come on <laughs> come
0: <laughs> I on I should pull out I should do yeah. the, uh, the uh, if I could find it in the notebook wow. all, all the verses that were you cut you should out. do
2: an extended version
0: yeah come on it you be and like the, got hey, got the, hey, the Hey Jude of uh, yeah. folk music
2: hey wow. But, but you know you've got the whole thing going back west so I wonder like you know, I want to make a video to it like just know. my own weird video uh oh yeah it could
0: be weird. You could do I
2: thing. could do weird yeah stuff. she's <laughs> the shapeshifter too, but it's like holding on, letting go, you know, yeah. you've got because yeah. you could just see like a person going like this, Cha- looking Especially, at your mind changing, and
3: yeah, and like a Native American woman that has a dove and lets it go, and it goes up and it bursts into stars yeah. you know my picture, Wouldn't my that painting cool? that I don't yeah. have now, yeah, I'm you, sorry know, about you know you know
2: how mad I am about, yeah, I know. it know, well, but this song goes to that,
3: we all make decisions, we
2: regret later,
3: <laughs> don't ever
2: give away your art Period
0: <laughs> 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 ever. No, start a gallery like, like De Grazia or something. Or something. Yeah, oh,
2: no. that's what I'm going to go and, and yeah. replace. But um, shapeshifter, you you bring in the West again. And if you think yeah. about your songs having that undertone and you knowing you wanted to go West, I wonder if that's part of your DNA of you know basically the history of people going West from from the East to the West. I wonder if like your forefathers and did that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I remember when I was 17, I hitchhiked to California. Wow. And um, I remember standing on the shore of the Pacific Ocean, mm. just like, "This is it, okay." <laughs> I'm, I'm all way what?
2: Dude, <laughs> were it's, you in L.A. when you did that, or
3: uh, San Francisco? Oh, that's oh, the wow, place. That's, that's, that's so yeah.
2: cool. Yeah. that's a cool
3: place. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, what do you think about now as a songwriting? You know, when you think about singer-songwriters, a lot of me goes back to the '60s, the '70s, the '50s, actually, in right. um, the singing-songwriting revolution of making change, and being the communicator of Peace is do you find yourself in that role now
0: um, but, you know, I don't try to do that, but i, I see it happening mm-hmm. I don't know how to you know um
2: even just through the tone
0: yeah i mean I, I you know I feel it's transformative, I do that, and I'm not out to change any, transform anybody mm-hmm. but but I see it happening <laughs> I don't know how to describe it um you know, I want it to be a. I definitely want it to be a positive thing and not a just be my own thing. I don't want hmm. my art just to be my own thing. I, you know, otherwise I, I wouldn't bother to record it or perform. Yeah,
3: what would be Just the, like a
0: painter, you know. Yeah. Some people, some I do artists who just that's fine, and that's just not been my thing. I want it.
2: That's called therapy.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, you're beyond therapy. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, there's therapy. It is, it is. therapy
3: is for yourself, and then when you feel you have a message, yeah. Then you go and show your work. Mm-hmm.
2: So speaking of messages, mariachi band. We have to play that because I feel like it it repeats history. <laughs> but he's okay. not getting out of the question,
0: you know, right?
3: So,
0: okay. is there more of a question you need to answer?
3: Mhm. Okay. You have to end the the one question of the animal, the plant, and the
2: oh, bird. I'm you're not. not getting out of oh, that. Okay. Oh, that's
3: right. right. Yeah, you're not Good getting girl, out Nancy. of
2: that. Yeah. So, what animal are you?
0: Bobcat. Ooh, Ooh I
2: like that. Yeah. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, yeah, I can see the bobcat. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Good. Bobcat. Mm-hmm. He's in the cat room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all <really> the cats are watching, <laughs> but we don't have any bobcats on the wall. <laughs> so we have lions and pumas and, you know.
0: You do, my goodness. Oh, my
2: yeah. Goodness. And, yeah, you're in the cat side. What? Yeah, what bird are you?
0: You know, something that soars really high. Yeah. But I don't think an eagle. Uh, like a hawk. Some, a hawk of some kind of, you know. maybe even just a... Merlin,
2: yeah.
0: Merlin sort of thing, yeah.
2: They're cool.
0: Yeah, I had a, mis- a couple of mystical experiences with hawks, which is another conversation. Cool. All the time,
2: Ooh, yeah. Spirit, mm. spirit guidance yeah. here. Okay, and, and plant the plant. The
0: plant. What um, plant would it be?
2: It's that tree that he doesn't know. Yeah, the <laughs> unknown tree. Unknown tree. No, you got to photograph the tree and put it up on Facebook. I want to
0: see, I the should, tree. yeah. <laughs> I think mean, uh, it's like a big palm tree.
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice and shady oasis. Yeah, yeah. very cool, rhythmic.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, you're very southwestern with all your picks. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and yeah.
2: Your nature, your nature spirits. Okay, so mariachi band. Tell me about writing this. This is.
0: This, of um, course, it's ultimately a, a song. It's a. About well, it's a. I was in downtown Silver City, if you want to call it downtown and mm-hmm. there, is, um, there was a mariachi band playing just a block off by the art galleries on Yankee Street. Cool. Yeah. And um, it was so wonderful, and it was so Mexican. And at the time, there was this talk about building the wall, Aww. and and I was like, Are we? T- why would we want to wall out this culture? Now, just to say something you know, about the wall, on one level I can see some, why somebody thinks they should build a wall for safety and security, blah, blah, blah. But even if that <laughs> were the case, that to... To trump it up, so to speak. (laughs) No, just you know, to have any bravado, even if you had to do that, what a sad thing! What a sad symbol!
4: mm -hmm.
0: You know, and it shouldn't be anything like, yeah, we're building this wall. It would be, oh, how horrible we have to build this wall, which I don't think we do have to Mm -hmm. do. And I also think of the environment,
2: migration of animals, jaguars
0: coming across, and everything everything else. Um, But, but it was more like, you know, like imagine John Lennon, Mm -hmm. you know.
3: yeah, Isn't there, that's another, right. way? there another way? Didn't, why, the first instinct of some people is to wall somebody out or are you walling somebody in, which is it. But our experience of living on border towns and border towns, uh, they don't go over walls. They tunnel. So your wall is a big, obsolete, stupid idea, well, Mr. Trump. Well, I think, I think also, and <laughs> I think, you know,
2: I don't know, we lived so many years in Africa and we'd yeah. run across borders just to run across and go nanny, nanny, nanny. We came to Botswana today. Could. We went to Namibia today. You yeah, know, we did well. Pandania we got lost. And all of that. And you realize, you know, there's conflict within the different tribes and then there's conflict because white men went there and decided what to do with the people and... Whoa. Well, that's true. Yeah. Sorry.
3: But, but the but thing is, that the average person just wants to be friends with their neighbors. It's the government who cause yeah. the problem government's
2: yeah. an ego which is something that we have had for centuries you know but i think we've also learned that peace can occur we've had a lot of peaceful things happen in the world mm-hmm. And as much as we look at all the terror and the bad um, sometimes i think it's scarier for some to reach out in peace than to reach out with a gun you know it's like mm-hmm. here here I'm scared to reach out the flower. Who's going to be the first one to do it? If I reach out with a flower or someone is going to shoot me, and to have that strength of holding on a flower instead of a gun, that's that's a very big strength and trust and belief in doing that. So that's part of the problem, I think, that we have, is that there's a lot of fear going around more than knowledge.
0: I would agree. It's
2: fear. It's all fear-based. But, you know, Mexico, we lived in Mexico. We loved it there. And and folks, you know, border towns, we're mixed cultures here, and it's it's one of the most amazing things. Like Tucson, I mean, we have you know the different Native Americans, you know, cultures here. We've got you know Mexicans, we've got American British, we've got a bunch of different people, and that's a better, most vibrant way of living because it expands you. You know, I think your horizons. Not, I don't want to get bigger. But the
3: American culture was born on taking other nations' land. And maybe that's where the fear comes from. Well, wow. Well, we did. All right. I mean, part of this land belonged to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're going to say land belongs to somebody, which I don't agree with anyway, you know, maybe if we got rid of the idea of of a piece of land belonging
4: mm.
3: to you, and maybe if everybody had open borders, it, we would be peaceful.
2: How close, when you wrote this, Mariachi Band, how soon was it around when you wrote Loving the Land which we play all the time on the show Loving
0: the Land was written actually when I lived in in the east even though uh, the album came out after I moved west Um, it was written in Backyard in Princeton New Jersey actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah is that wild
2: yeah (laughs) because when I hear that it's like the first time I saw this title I thought oh it's going to be like Pete Seegerish, and it is kind of but it's yours and it's like different it's not his song it's definitely your song And I thought, man, this is cool. We we need a new revolution <laughs> song for yeah. understanding pieces of land, yeah. you know. And it, it's it is everyone's. It's your land, my land. Loving the land, you yeah, know. Yeah, loving
0: the land was not look. it was not looking over a big landscape. It was looking over a backyard in Princeton. Wow. But the land, the light was incredible mm. that night. It was just amazing. And um, yeah, and that's literally what happened. Is that. Um, my wife at the time came out, what are you doing? And I said, I'm loving the land. And then I, when the sun went down, I went in and wrote the song.
2: Okay, yeah. Nancy, you got to ask Wally the tree thing. The tree thing? The tree thing. Every time we have anybody who comes on about meditation or Oh, um, no, the anybody tree exercise. exercise.
3: Yes. Oh, there's, a, there's an mariachi um that people can do if they would like to be a little bit more connected to the land and, that's a go, you could go, you've got the tree that you need to find out who he or she is. And you get down on your hands and knees, you put one palm on the trunk of the tree and the other palm is going to be on the ground and just meditate until you can feel the heartbeat of that tree match what you feel to the ground.
4: Hmm.
0: It's like a very
3: interesting exercise because then you'll, you'll, all of a sudden you just feel like now I'm part of the land.
0: Mhm. I can see that. Well I have certainly done my share of tree touching and hugging or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a little different but mm-hmm. more, Yeah.
2: There is a heartbeat that happens.
3: There's uh, Lucas Nelson up. when he was on our show and was telling him go do this and he, he's like I didn't know trees had heartbeats. I'm like, Man, you need to go. They do, do. That. they've
2: actually <laughs> proved they there's <laughs> a study that proved that our our Love Thy Nature everyone mm. should see that documentary. They've proven that our bodies have I think it's like oh my gosh, it's it's over two percent. I know it's either two or twenty percent mm. of our bodies have the same DNA as a tree, and to me, that is just the most wow. amazing, incredible, cool thing. That's why you can feel that. That's why hierarchy. I cry when a tree gets cut down. Mm. I really lose it. I'm I'm not yeah. good. Okay, mariachi band. I love this. Everyone, wallylauder.com. Are you going to put this on an album?
0: This is on This Dangerous Life.
2: This. Mariachi well,
0: I should band? give you the album itself.
2: Yeah, you I, it I don't should. think you
0: actually have the physical album. No,
2: I don't. Uh-uh. I need the actual okay, thing. Yeah. I didn't know it was on this. Well, gee. And so
4: timeline for... I can't for
0: perform it because very easily because it really works much better to have a mariachi band. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or but a small mariachi combo. It's hard to perform live without...
2: The actual horns and... Yeah.
0: Yeah, the whole thing going mm. on. Oh,
2: and mariachi bands are amazing. Yeah. I love them. I love mm-hmm. them so much. They have that syncopation down, too. Yeah. Um, when do you think another album would come out? Like if you were to.
0: You know, I have to. I'm. I have. We're pushy here. Two, three dozen songs that are album worthy. Um, I think it was the change, just being here in a new world and trying to think yeah. what was my statement for here. But I, I think by where, where are we now? Um,
2: we're in halfway through 2016.
0: Yeah, probably by by. Christmas would be reasonable. Yeah, because yeah.
2: people need albums for, you know, yeah. the new year. and
0: yeah.
2: We may need one after the election. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be <laughs> sending it. You know, I don't even want to go there. No, oh, know, go, no, we'll all behave. be living in Costa Rica. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's, there's macaws there. And, I know. And toucans, so and I'm yeah. cool. Yeah. Mariachi band, everyone. Go to wallylauder.com. And again, that's L-A-W-D-E-R.
1: Mariachi Band Homeland Security came to mind And the fence that's going up Down by the borderline Down by the Rio Grande Texas to California The foreigners. When I heard the Marriott she I heard a poem by Robert Frost. How good. (SILENCIO) The
4: city
1: in About the Berlin Wall. From the day that it went up, it was bound to fall. El Tonito de Trompetta, CG, Oli, Nel Tonando. Tonto 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 Leones, no magrinas y romances La solo
4: el corazón
1: Mariachi band, and I wondered what it means to be an American. Now, a fence is going up, down by the Rio Grande, as I listen to the sound of a mariachi band.